0: Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I thought it'd be time to do a good old-fashioned Q&A. So we we asked you guys to send us questions. I haven't even looked at any of them yet, so hopefully you guys had some good ones. Um, It's basically a free-for-all whenever we do any of these, so we'll see what you guys wanted to know. We'll see if anyone has any new interesting questions. I feel like we get a lot of the same ones, which, like, you know, know, I don't mind going over. Uh. But I hope there's some creativity with this one. Yeah. Before we do any of that, we're going to just talk about any highlights, any spotlights from the past week since we recorded, and we'll do a little book update since I, my I book hope. update is like nothing. <laughs> still struggling I'm still, through your book. <laughs> I'm still reading Demon Copperhead. I got over the 200 page mark. Um, I might need to start buddy reading. I think I used that phrase wrong. I think buddy reading is supposed to be when you and a friend are reading a book. And a tandem read is when you are reading two books at the same time. Yeah, so I may, need, well, like, I may need to start tandem reading. I feel like I wouldn't use tandem read unless it's like for a series. Well, I need to read two books at the same time because right now my Goodreads says I am one book behind schedule, and so I don't want to DNF Demon Copperhead, but I feel like I am reading it very slowly. Um, so I was gonna maybe start beach read at some get point. A good, you already know it's a five star book for you. Yeah. Um, I finally finished Fourth Wing. It took me like a week and a half to get through. Which, like, it wasn't bad. I wasn't ever, like, dragging through the mud to read it. It just was, like, there were some nights where, like, I didn't... I wasn't dying to read it and, like, I didn't get myself Isn't around reading it, like, reading it's it. very much, like, an even four stars? Like, yeah. I just... I'm, I get I'm four surprised stars. at the hype. I I don't know. If To me, it's almost hard to imagine, like, getting, like, a five-star feeling from, like, a fantasy book. Maybe it's, like... Maybe that's a me thing. And maybe it just, like... I'm enjoying fantasy. I have heard, like... Because I follow... um Catherine Mueller, and, like, I know everyone is reading Iron Flame because it just came out, um, but I follow Catherine Mueller, and she's, like, a fitness person and also, like, a dentist, and she had read Fourth Wing, gave it four stars, and then was talking about how Iron Flame, like, she knows Fourth Wing is a four-star book because Iron Flame was a five-star book, so in a way, like, maybe, and I've heard, like, everyone is raving about the second book in the series, so we i sure to Barnes eventually... Noble. I went to Barnes & Noble twice, not specifically looking for Iron Flame, but I was like, oh, like, if it's out... I'll see it. And all they have are, like, the new edition. And there was nothing there. Which was weird because I then went to the Barnes & Noble website and was looking stuff up and it said it was, like, in store but not available for pickup. So, I was like, doctor, like, go ask for it? Yeah. where is it at? So, I'm sure eventually we will get around to reading that book but just, like, not now and probably wait till it's, like, available in stores. Fourth wing? Four stars. Yeah. And, like, that's not bad. That's perfectly good. I was, like, I was trying to think to myself. I was, like, what do I think... Versus, like, for Akatar versus Fourth Wing. I'm two books in on Akatar. Obviously, I've only read Fourth Wing, like, the first book. And I'm like, what one do I like more? Because every book so far has just been four stars for me. Um, this could sway and change. Because initially, when I was kind of, like, taking a little bit longer to get through Fourth Wing than I was envisioning, I was kind of like, I think I like Akatar more. And I just liked the characters and the couple in it more. Because I felt like it was kind of dragging out in Fourth Wing a little more than I was expecting it to. And then towards the end, I felt like Fourth Wing picked up a lot. So now I'm kind of – I'm still left in like a now I'm not sure kind of category. I will say fan art. <laughs> fan art wise, recent has my my heart. <laughs> Reasoned, recent – I don't know how you say his name. Um, you know what's so funny? Um, I hope – if you guys have read Fourth Wing, you know what I'm talking about. But like there's this thing at the beginning of the book called The Parapet. And like when you're reading it, you're like, what is this? I was just kind of envisioning, envisioning like a narrow – which is what I was mentioning. Which is essentially what it is. But I was like, who uses this word? Why yeah. would you choose to use this word? And then like, because I, until I started reading fantasy, I never was like looking up fan art and stuff or anything like that. But then like when I was reading these books, I feel like my TikTok no, would literally. like reinforce like it knew I was reading these books. And so like stuff would start popping up on my like TikTok page that would be like fan art or something else or, like jokes regarding the book or what have you. And then... I kind of like that's how I was like oh like there's fan art so like yesterday <clears throat> when I was finishing fourth wing I was looking up like what do these look like what are they supposed to look like in theory because like it was kind of hard to picture when I was reading the book and I'm just like I've never it's kind of a fun thing to be able to do and see what people interpret the world as so mm-hmm. I am next as as hi- highlights or spotlights that was more of our book update what, what gonna say I'm fast? gonna read caught up by Liz Tom Ford next on my kindle that's my next book i need to start getting some short and sweet reads in um weekly spotlight what happened this past it was kind of a week we didn't do a lot this weekend no i had a crazy busy work week last week so i feel like we didn't really do much yeah well you worked on saturday and i got my hours in yeah corporate machine (laughs) just another cog (laughs) um you know, Iowa football won, and that was good. The Bengals lost, although I didn't watch that game. Um, I can Let's update just you guys. This is our uh, anticipatory spotlight. Megan and I are going to trivia tonight. I'm excited about it because, like, since getting Vegas, we haven't. We've gone to uh, – there's, like, a place that's, like, a dog-focused place around here that, like, technically has a trivia night. But, like, we went to it mostly just to, like, have Vegas, like, out and around other dogs and get us out of the house. And it just wasn't really, that was not, like, a good trivia I'd say it was a bad trivia. Like, bad trivia night. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we weren't even, we weren't even really doing it. No. It It was, like, no. Here's the thing. It was, like, impossible trivia. Like, I didn't love the setup, and, like, that's kind of part of, it might have just been, like, we were, like, we're trying to watch our dog, and then also, like, because they have people there working that, like, are technically watching everyone's dogs, but, like, I would feel kind of bad. If my dog was, like, being annoying to someone else or, like, causing issues and I wasn't there to, like, step in. Um, but some people, like, just go into, like, the restaurant part and, like, they were doing trivia. But we were kind of, like, we could hear what they were doing most of the yeah, time. Yeah, and it was, like, it was, like, 20 million rounds of, like, eight questions or something. Yeah. It was, like, way too quick. It wasn't, it just wasn't good. So, we're looking forward to, like, a well-thought-out, good we're sparkle Trivia. We're going back to Sparkle Trivia. I miss it so much. It's been, like, three months since we've done Sparkle Trivia. Um, so, that's exciting. I can update you guys because I promised I would on my date that I went on. Um, we went to a brewery and just did dinner. And it was all good and fine. Like, it wasn't a bad date. Um, we're still kind of chatting a little bit. And we might go on a second date. Um, this is where we meet the age-old question. Yeah. I actually I was kind of like, I'll pose the question to you guys, okay? Because if it, I feel like it's different when, especially if you're a fellow dating app user and, like, you're trying to, you like, you're open to going on dates via apps versus, like, meeting people in real life, it's hard because, like, you're not developing this crush-like feeling on someone before you go on a date versus, like, if you start dating someone in high school or even college and Just you're like around Just, like, if you meet time. someone before you go on a date with them, you've already, like, probably built up a crush on them, like, you've interacted with them, like, you have some sort of feeling towards them, Mm-hmm. without like the initial thought being like oh like what if we date versus the dating app it's like hey so should we go on a date like my thoughts upon leaving the date was just kind of like i'm not really sure how i should be feeling right now and if it's like i was already kind of like it's not reasonable really for me to kind of be like this isn't gonna work because i feel like if i keep going to every date with the mindset of like i'm waiting for that feeling like did it's you just feel not- different with this date compared to that other date that you well, went on i was actually <laughs> so My other date that I went on, I felt like I like we like I met the other that person, like not this most recent date, the one before. And like I kind of got like the ick right away. (laughs) As bad as it sounds. And so like I kind of knew like immediately I was like, there's no saving this. But you didn't get the ick with this second guy. Yeah. You're just like, so maybe that's like the first step. The first step is the lack of the ick. Um so we'll see what happens. Um yeah, there's not really like there's nothing else to share. Yeah. It was a pretty casual, simple first date. So, anywho, any other exciting events, upcoming things we're doing? No, not that I can. Anyways, do it. if we didn't fully for- finish forming my question, is like, if you guys have had experience with that, have you ever gone on a dating app date and then like you've met the person, you're like, oh, like I feel like something for them. I have a crush on them. Like, or, imagine leaving a date. And you're, like, you leave and you're, like, I have a crush on this person. Or, like, some people, even, like, I've heard people with, like, dating app dates, like, the first or second date, like, they leave and they're kind of, like, that's my wife or, like, that's my husband. And I'm just, like... I could never The thought imagine. of imagine saying that or being able to do that is not something that makes sense to me, but... Okay. I'm going to start pulling up some questions Sierra, Do you want to start on the top or the bottom of... Q and thing. I'll start on the top. You can start first because I'm still pulling it up. Oh, I have to pull it up too. Okay, I actually, someone sent you a DM, so I'll start with that one. Um, someone said, "Is there anything that is in medical slash PT practice that that you think that we'll look back at in twenty years and be shocked that we did?" I feel like ultrasound or just like some of the modalities are already kind of outdated. But still just like utilize because you can get reimbursed for it. And like the science is technically there. I don't know. Science is in or out. People are like science doesn't support this. Yeah. Research does or doesn't support it. Um. Some patients just like it. And sometimes if people are not willing to actively do anything, it's like the only passive thing that you can do with someone. And you yeah. still get paid for it. But I, I, I personally like I have used it. I don't always feel like it makes a big difference. I haven't used it since graduating. Yeah, I haven't used, like, ultrasound specifically, I haven't used since graduating. I don't really feel like there's a lot of evidence for it. But like Sierra said, like, there's more things than just, honestly, like, evidence alone. Like, evidence-based practice is technically evidence with clinician and patient, like, everything together. Um, And so you have to take into consideration, like, patient preference all of that. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to use, but I also, am kind of like, I wouldn't be surprised if research ends up like becoming so overwhelming that like it doesn't end up getting reimbursed eventually. And then like, okay, now there is no point in doing it. Um, I do very, I don't have the opportunity to like use it a lot, but I do highly, I think tens and like electrical stimulation has like a really good, um, therapeutic value. Although I haven't had like a lot of reason to use it. I feel like medical practice, like there's probably more things you could think of, but like I am not of, <laughs> I'm not of the expertise to know what that would be. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, This is more so just like its own little thought bubble, but like, you know, how there's people that like are naturopathic doctors that like go and graduate from like whatever the heck naturopathic programs are but like they're not really like medical doctors mm-hmm. um I was like going down like a little rabbit hole not that long ago and there's also something like there's a different kind of certification people can get to be called like functional medicine providers they're usually chiropractors but not always and like then like they start being able to like refer to themselves as like oh I'm like a functional medicine doctor or practitioner anytime I see someone who calls themselves a doctor I'm like how exactly are you And like they're not like saying like what exactly they They are they don't say like MD or DO then you're like well what kind of doctor are you then sometimes you look a little deeper yeah anyways I was kind of going down this thought and it's kind of like I think these are probably like both of them can probably technically have a place but I think that what can be troubling about someone who poses themselves as being like a kind of like holistic practitioner or like a functional medicine doctor or practitioner is the issue is that that means if someone like yes you can like give someone tips on like this is how you like start healthy and like try to stay healthy and all of that but the, at the end of the day if someone comes in with a medical problem you need a medical provider to be able to run said tests that need to be run and provide treatment and medications that need to be provided for that. Um, so that was like something where I was like, I was going through and like seeing, uh, I was like on someone's page because I was like, ended up on like an Iowa functional medicine practitioner page. And I was like, what really are you like, what are you doing? Because it was like a chiropractor, but like, they're not really doing like chiropractic care. They're acting like they're a freaking doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like, none of it's illegal really. Cause it's like, Oh, like I, I help with nutrition or like they can still do chiropractic stuff but i was just like well what if someone comes in you're their you're their primary care practitioner and they're like i have a cough and we can fix that <laughs> yeah anyway i was just like i feel like these are two different things that was a side tangent but nonetheless someone said weirdest comment you ever got on a video or post I don't. it's probably isn't like the weirdest one but i frequently go back to there's two comments, I think, oh, that way. I can think of, um, both related to the fact that I have shorter hair than Megan. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about something else. Well, then you can bring Kay. that one up, I guess. Um, one, I literally remember what video this one was posted on. On our Christmas wish list video, I think from 2021, when we were in our apartment in Iowa City, which um, is like a sit-down video, Megan has longer hair and I have shorter hair. And we're both, you know, styled, looking cute, both of us. <laughs> and one, so of the comments, one of the comments was... Um, seeing essentially, this is, you know, paraphrasing. What if I say it like verbatim? (laughs) It's It's clearly not stuck in my head or anything. Um, seeing two or seeing essentially the same woman with both short and long hair reaffirms my love for women with long hair. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no one asked. Yeah. And then a second comment that I saw, I think this was on a YouTube comment. I can't remember. And this was funny because it was like, again, related to me having short hair. I understand that like in general, And it's always men that comments this. Like, are we surprised? In general, like, men always say they prefer, like, women with longer hair. Although, I would argue when most men think of long hair, like, they just don't want it, like, you know, bob style. Many men would still call my hair, like, long, you know, because they have, like, no... They have no thoughts. They have no scope of, like, length of hair, except for when you're comparing. Unless you're trying to tell us apart. And then, then, like, length There's no difference. We're same hair length. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, so the second comment was, cause that's the most unhelpful thing ever to have someone tell us apart. Let me tell you that the second comment was, um, essentially like asking questions, like did Sierra like lose a bet or something where she has to keep her hair shorter than Megan. And that one was mostly funny because it was like them saying like, you guys can both have long hair. Like you don't, Sierra, you don't have to look worse than Megan. You can <laughs> both have long hair. That's how I took it, which made me. See, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised you didn't mention this one. There's been, it was typically like the same person. The coat? Oh my God. It was, they kept saying, vacuum your coat or why don't you vacuum your coat? This was going on for months. And it's like, it would just be like every few videos. I swear sometimes there wouldn't even be a coat in the freaking video. I would literally scroll through and be like, what coat are they talking about? Like, what are they looking at? And I have no idea what it was referencing. Sometimes like when you get weird and like repetitive comments like that, I'm like, is this some sort of like fetish thing that like I don't even understand? Like I don't understand how it would be, but like I am so confused. And what are they talking about? Maybe English isn't their first language, but what? I don't know. Um, This was – I'm trying to like any other comments. There's obviously like really gross like weird ones yeah. that you just like delete as soon as you see them that we won't, you know, bring attention to. But I want to like talk about like if I can think of any more specific comments that we get. I don't know. That's, like, those are two, that, two of the main ones that I can recall. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot what it was. Oh, this was not related to comments, but Maggie and I did a week of workouts video a couple months ago. Oh, I need to know and the backstory and what happened, but I have no idea. It's always tricky if you're doing, like, a fitness type of video. Sometimes you, like, want to make sure you film things, like, airing on the side of caution. Not that we would ever be purposely filming anything, To like, look or be provocative, but unfortunately, there are viewers out there who will like see anything resembling a body, um, and think it is like provocative. So, like we did our week of workouts fairly. Like you can watch it, and it's we didn't see any (laughs) issues or concerning,
1: you know, the basic workout
0: video. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, our videos typically get like five to ten thousand views on that channel. And I like refresh it and I like literally do a double take and I'm like 27,000 views. And this was like a week or two after it had been posted. I it like had a random jump. So then I was like, oh, like what random website did we get posted on? I have no idea. There's like no really boosted comments. It shows that. Yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like there's no weird comments. There's just more views. And you can see that that's particularly like Spike was driven from an external source. source. But like. We have no idea what So it you was. can only assume, or at least we can only assume that it was some, like, weird website. But, again, it's not a provocative video. and so the, I don't know. And didn't cause anyone to comment anything. No. Concerning. Because, like, our swimsuit try-on hauls, we, we get some comments on those as well. <laughs> and so we didn't see that same... My, my favorite thing is, like, literally men. They'll be like, you need to be showing the entire swimsuit no. and, like, turning around so our, people can see the fit. How... Um, I love, you know, I'm always for the girls, you know, and like, I'd and love I to love a swimsuit girls. try and haul because I like to look at what? swimsuits and see what they look like. I like when other girls are also like, they'll show the full thing. Like I appreciate it, but like, it's just not something that like I've preferred to do just given the internet. Mm-hmm. And so we always like whenever we haven't done one in a couple of years, I don't think, but every once in a while, if we get like an influx of swimsuits, we would like to do a try and haul or like sometimes we'll try a new brand out and like we'll want to post about that. Brand and like give our thoughts, and so typically in like the last couple of videos we posted of that we haven't like done a full turnaround because the like, internet well, like is turn weird. to the side maybe do a little like like you pop can see the enough the you can see enough. Um, and we'll we let give you a know disclaimer. We give you a disclaimer, a verbal disclaimer saying we're not fully turning around because the internet is weird and like whatever you can see the swimsuit plenty from the side from the front. All these swimsuits are on models on the website too. Exactly. Um, but you just get like, the comments for once when i being like, um, it would be much more helpful for your fellow women viewers to see the full bikini. And mm-hmm. it's like, Robert commented that <laughs> it's like, well, Robert, oh, Robert are you buying a swimsuit? I don't think this is for you. Yeah. yeah. Most of those comments, you know, just ignore. Um, someone asked, are we planning or excited to see a ballad of songbirds and snakes? That comes out Thanksgiving, right? As of right now, I'm not planning on seeing it. Mostly because I'm like, would I want to read the book first? I... I also don't feel like reading the book. So I just don't feel like I'm going to watch it. I have more so been thinking like, I'm a movie person, so I like seeing movies. I don't foresee myself caring enough to read the book, honestly. I've heard the book is great. I've heard mixed things about the book. Um, So I don't know. I feel like it would be good to read the book before the movie, obviously. But like at the same time, I don't really want to read the book. It's not on my... List of books to read, and I feel like I would see if it was like oh, I really want to see a movie right now, and like none of the other ones were like hitting, and I was like, because it, mm-hmm. it looks okay in the trailers. It really Did we does. say that we watched Priscilla? Oh, we can we didn't give an update because we recorded the oh, podcast after. True, it was like I wouldn't say don't go see it, but I also wouldn't like strongly recommend. I gave it like a six out of ten. It's definitely, I would say like for the girls, you know. Um, obviously it was like Priscilla's you know, story of her life with Elvis, and then it was also, like, you know, directed by a woman, so it's going to have, like, more, like, through the lens of, Mm -hmm. you know, Priscilla, a woman, and just, like, I just feel like a lot of girls can be, like, I relate to, like, certain aspects of, like, her story I feel like what makes it hard to enjoy as a movie is, like, it was a lot of, like, monotony, and just kind of, like, because she was so, like, alone, and didn't, like, that really comes across in the movie, but it's also just, like, it's non-exciting action-packed movie with a lot going on mm-hmm. so in that sense you know there's only so much that happens in the movie yeah but it's it's very well done like i will say directed. it was it's a short movie like it's literally an hour and 50 minutes but during it i was kind of like my invisible watch i was like how much but me longer with like we a have? two and a half hour at elvis movie i'm just like locked in um during the movie i don't know if i was telling you this or if i was just saying this to myself but i was like you could do a tandem movie (laughs) watched with priscilla and elvis you could it'd be like two like whoa is this the same story and it's not the same story because it's elvis's life versus priscilla's life i i don't know if we mentioned this in the podcast but like i well yeah we did i was nervous about i was like oh my god like i'm nervous about how this is going to impact my my love for the elvis movie didn't change it at all and this has nothing to do with elvis the person yeah just the movie it's just the movie and just my enjoyment of them. Okay. This was, someone said, not Q&A, but video idea for December. Top book for every month this year. Oh. I like that. Podcast episode or? It'd have to be like a YouTube video, I feel like. I don't think, do you think we could make a full podcast about that?
1: I don't um, know. I don't know. My initial thought know. was video
0: idea, but we can, we'll workshop. Um, that wasn't really a question, so I'll find another one. <laughs> How often do you wear your Apple Watch? Literally two times now. I wear it when I walk Vegas because right now, since I'm doing a walking challenge, I need it to track how far I'm walking and then I wear it at work. Otherwise, I rip it off my wrist. I don't yeah. want to see it. What's so funny is like I wear it every day to work and like I need it at work. If I've gone like one day where I, I literally forgot to my put life. it on and like it was a nightmare. I was like, this is the worst day of my life because like I am constantly using it to time how long I'm with patients because that's how we bill In and out like time, how long I... And, like, doing, like, standing with them or whatever else. Like, I need my freaking Apple Watch. That stopwatch is always on. Um, So, when I didn't have it, yikes. But then, like, and I go out. I go by my whole day, like, during the workday. Like, not a second thought. It's my right. It's my left-hand man. But then I get home and I'm just, like, something feels. <laughs> Literally. Something's off. Something's constricting me. <laughs> and I need and to. my watch needs to come on <laughs> immediately. I rip it off. I hate wearing, like, Again, at work, no issues. I need it. I'm constantly looking at it. I feel, like, lost without it at work. I get home, get it off of me. Like, even today, I was, like, I was thinking, like, I just, like, walked through the door and it's, like, this has to come off right <laughs> now. So, we are kind of, like, the opposite, I feel like, of most people with Apple watches, Some people get really, mm-hmm. like, addicted, especially when they're tracking their workouts. They're, like, oh, it doesn't count. If I'll not wear my Apple my watch during a workout if I'm, like, going to work out before work. But, like, otherwise i don't I know. even know where it to work i out. put it in my gym bag i put it on when i'm leaving so that's a funny one um this one says what do physical therapists do every day and someone said like anecdotes question mark i don't really even know what anecdotes means in this means in this context like give like certain like stories every <clears> day oh. i can walk you through my day i saw i think oh gosh how many people more my schedule eight people or something i don't know scheduled anywhere between a half hour to an hour and so I typically t- like to scar- start with my skilled people my medicare part a's because they have to get seen five times a week and so like I need to like front load them ideally if possible so that if I don't get to all of my part b's or like my outpatient long-term care residents they can always get like pushed off to like another day since I schedule them not on a weekly basis but on like seeing them a certain number of times within a time frame they don't have to get seen like three times a week it's just like 30 times within 90 days or something um and so I start with my skilled people um I think most of them are scheduled for like an hour today the group that I was going to do today was two skilled people who then at the end of the day when I'm about to do their group last I get a message from my director being like so-and-so doesn't like groups he feels like it's not productive like so don't see him in a group and I'm like I gotta go so I did like I did a full session with him and then the short short session with someone else. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, In like, for long-term care, some of my patients have dementia. So, like, some of that is working with safety awareness stuff, um, increased cueing for, like, you would not believe how many times, like, when I'm getting someone to stand up, I'm, like, scoot towards the edges of your chair, push through your armrest, lean forward, nose over your toes, and, like, pull your hips under your shoulders. Like, it's that on repeat for a lot of patients. Um... Sometimes it's wheelchair management if I'm wanting to, like, improve someone's independence with, like, getting around throughout the facility, even if they can walk, but they're not safe to do so unless someone is there. Um, Are they able to, like, be independent at a wheelchair level where they can, like, wheel themselves out of the room and, like, go up and down the hallways? I had someone who was skilled who had surgery, and he lives on the third floor of an apartment building with no elevator. So one of our goals, this is the other thing with, like, physical therapy, especially for, like, um... To queue after the hospital, is that our goals can't always be set to like meet what they ideally would need to go home. So, I think my long term goal for him was like to go up and down a flight of stairs, a flight with max assist. Um, we did technically do it with mod assist today, which is good for PT for assist levels. We have what's called standby assist when you're just not holding on to them but kind of close by for if safety, contact guard assist when you usually just like have your hand on their gate belt for like just in case um min assist is assisting less than 25% mod assist less than 50% uh, max assist less than 75% and then if it's more than that they're considered dependent for a little educational lesson for you guys um and so like even though he has three flights of stairs to go home like he very well might not be able to do that and like insurance is still like cutting him off being like sorry but like my goal is met which is good I guess so that's the iffy side of things Mm -hmm. but yeah i had great productivity today i was working seven hours and 50 minutes i had 46 minutes of non-treatment time mine my productivity really starts to go down when i start getting like half treatment sessions and then i keep having to go back and forth between different people because i especially on like three days of my week i'm primarily with like dementia patients and like i can only sometimes redirect and motivate so much and so um today like I just feel like I kept going back and forth and back and forth, and then, like, I am not being as productive, but, like, it is what it is. Um, So my day started, Um, I went to a different building than I usually go to, to go to an independent living facility and do an outpatient person there who's just, like, being seen for, like, normal outpatient musculoskeletal stuff, Um, supposedly, like, trochanteric bursitis or, like, TFL-related stuff. So I saw her and then I went to my other building and had six patients there. Um, I saw one skilled guy who was admitted last week that I did not eval, but I did a coach with the OT today. Um, He was Hoyer because he's kind of got low motivation and he had high pain and didn't want to do a lot. But today we did try the easy stand. We stood for 52 seconds, which wasn't long enough or not where we want it to be. So our goal tomorrow is to try and get him into a recliner because he has not really been out of bed much. Um, his goal is to go home once he's assistive of one because his wife wants him home and is going to get home care in theory. Okay. But we'll see. Um, and then all of my other people were part Bs who, you know, what we're seeing them for kind of varies. But one person we're seeing to try and work on walking – uh, Cause she's got very short shuffling steps and she's usually in the wheelchair, but for short distances, she can do walking. The issue is she does not always want to walk. So today I could not get her to agree to stand up and walk. So we did some different stuff and then she was tired. So then she's like, we need to go back. We're done. And then I trick her into kind of wheeling her into the hallway and say like, okay, let's go. But off we go. <laughs> and then I make herself propel her wheelchair, which still she kind of like, she's very like, I don't think she has a Parkinson's diagnosis, but like, it's very like short shuffling, like kind of steps and like little initiation even with like max cues and so even like when I'm like reach like as far as you can on that handrail to then like pull yourself forward it's like just such little motions and then eventually she was like okay I'm done take me back the rest of the way um I saw another person who actually does have Parkinson's and so we're working on like staff just having a harder time cueing her she's doing well we're finding some cues that work well for her and then saw someone else who Is part B. They've just been less agreeable to do stuff with staff, but I couldn't get her to do hardly anything today, but I build my due diligence for me trying to get her to do stuff today because like I tried, but she just kept me like, no, no. I I brought stuff back to be like, what can we do? Do you need to go to the bathroom? Do you want to go? Like you're falling asleep in this chair right now. Can we get to the recliner? Like, please. No. Um, then so another part B who we're probably discharging soon, his dementia is pretty up there, so I kind of am mostly like seeing what he's agreeable to do, um, mostly regarding like safety awareness and I noticed he was like leaning a little bit more today because he walks around without an assistive device, so that was kind of a little odd, but anyways, that was my day. Um, Someone said, will you participate in vlogmas this year? Heck No. There is no way we no. could. It'd be a little overwhelming to do that. And by a little, like, a lot. Sometimes even getting, like, the weekly videos up is, yeah. is enough. Um, I can ask another one. Someone said, do you ever babysit your nephew for and Ashton? No. <laughs> no. It's not that I wouldn't. It's, A, I've never been asked. And, B, there's a long list of people that they would rather have babysit than me. That usually can. And, like, I am not dying to babysit. No offense. Like, love him. I'm just like not a big baby person and like I know so many other people in my family like would love to babysit and so like you know why have me mm-hmm. who like I again really never have babysat I could most likely I probably could we'll do a trial run at some point um I just feel like you know there's better people out there yeah than me this is a fun question what's your ideal engagement scenario I, I want we ta- have we talked about this on the podcast because I know I we've know. done, like, our dream, like, our ideal wedding or wedding things we do and don't like, even though we're, like, we have no yeah. reason to um talk. I've actually thought... You know what? Okay. We know our... And I apologize because this is, like, a common thing that people do, but we know our least favorite, least ideal yeah, this engagement. Is no Santa shade to anyone, but this is just our personal preference. I do not want to walk up to my engagement, as in, like, I'm viewing... Like, oh, the engagement pictures area. around, it rose petals on the ground, it candles lit, A sign that says, there. will you marry me? Ew, I hate that. I'm not walking up to like, oh my, like, this is my engagement. I'm yeah. not doing that. And yeah. whoever I think I'm going to get engaged to, like, will know that. Um, so I hate that. I hate when there's like the little backdrop, like the floor, mat on the ground, signs, pictures. I hate it. I think it looks tacky. No offense if that's how you were engaged, that's how you want to get engaged. Sorry. It's my opinion. <laughs> um, So ideally, I want to obviously know that I'm getting engaged. I've seen like TikTok trends of like girls being like my boyfriend. Like when he starts saying like, you should start like getting nail colors that you, like, you wouldn't mind getting engaged in. Like I don't mind that energy of like knowing it's coming up. Obviously, like, we'll have talked about mm. it. Hopefully, like we'll have looked at rings and stuff together. Mm. Like I don't want it to be a surprise. Like you shouldn't be like, you're, propos- <laughs> you're but, proposing. You're <laughs> proposing. Yeah. But like I want it to be a surprise in the sense that like I don't really want to like know like day of it's hard because sometimes like girls can just like sense that he's like being weird and stuff or like we're doing something that we don't normally do um kind of like if he were to like propose like this could be a good time to do it I actually think and this is fun because like I really really thought of this after Haley and Ashton got engaged and like they didn't do this so like this is no offense to them because like they didn't have to do this but I was kind of like oh like because we didn't know Haley and Ashton were getting engaged until like they came and told us which like you know perhaps that is what they wanted um, but I kind of like, oh, like, I kind of wish that like we would have known. And so I'm like, I think now I want whoever my like future spouse will be, I want them to like have like an engagement party, like yeah. set up or, afterwards. Or like, because then Haley and Ashton were doing like all the rounds, like yeah. having to go around. Like, they didn't call people. They went and like, like they showed up. For example, we were at our dad's house. It was like me, Sierra, and our dad. And then Haley and Ashton just like kind of walk in, and Haley's like, I'm just, engaged. Like, <laughs> and then they I'm had to engaged. go because they have to tell other people. And so it kind of would have been nice in theory to like have everyone kind of like in one location and then they were all just there to like yeah and use, so like that's obviously something i didn't know that i wanted until like i was on like some other side of like an engagement and like oh it would be cool like if, if all were if together it wasn't something that was there like it wouldn't be like the end of the world right i feel like i definitely to a certain extent like i would like a more private mm-hmm. location what is your thought on like legit like private like there like you live together and he proposes like in your living room I it's not my favorite thought. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about it right now. And I hate it. I don't thought. like thinking about it. <laughs> I I think it can be like there are worse ways to get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> but like I kind of would w- want it to be like would you rather have a little have that, or would you rather have bit setup? <laughs> mm, i would literally rather get engaged in my living room than have that setup. I think so too. I, I feel like, like, oh, like we didn't have any pictures. Like it was just a little private moment for the two of us. <laughs> um, I feel like the ideal thing is like, it, it could be like a meaningful location. It could be maybe you're on vacation. You're doing like a hike or something or like, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I just want it to be like a moment where we would be able to like have a moment. They could share their thoughts of like how amazing I am, how much they love me. <laughs> And how they want to spend the rest of their life with me. I was gonna say another way that I don't like to engage, but I don't want someone to get offended. <laughs> well, I wanna hear Well speak up. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> well, Sierra. I'll tell you after. Really? You're gonna make people mad. <laughs> well, I don't want to make someone that I know is listening to this mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. um next question. <laughs> okay um and then like what about pictures though do you feel like
1: I do like back and forth I
0: do really honestly only worry about it if it's a good photographer if they suck I don't care (laughs) like I don't want like Sierra and I just saw a tiktok where like this woman got like her and her fiance husband they like eloped went to the courthouse and then like had like a little at home celebration photo shoot and like the photographer was amazing they did an incredible job and like it looked better than like 60% 60% of wedding photos you see just because of, like, the aesthetic that and they And it's had. like, that's how you know. It's like, the photographer, to me, is so much more important more, than, like, the actual wedding. Most important piece. It's not about the actual experience. It's about how you photograph it and how it looks to everyone else, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, I could ask another question. What's your Roman Empire?
1: <sighs> I've recently? seen so many
0: people. I'm getting annoyed with this trend, if I'm being honest. Because people are like, this is what I think about a lot. And I know that's the trend, but, like, we get it. My Roman Empire right now is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That's probably accurate. (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to have to cut this episode short um, because we got places to be. But this was fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the Q&A. And we can, of course, do more in the future if you feel like we didn't get to a whole lot of questions because we probably didn't get to all of them. Um, But we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye.